Can you button my pants for me? Are you nosy, curious, or just bored? Have you ever just started listening to other people's conversations? Do you ever just keep listening even though you aren't part of the conversation? If this describes you, then welcome to Topic Please. Are you making a joke about my pants because I've been losing weight? No, about my pants because I've been gaining weight. No, um, actually, because like your pants are made, men's pants or whatever are made for them to button. Like they're designed for men to button where women's clothes button the opposite way because they were designed to be put on by somebody else. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. All right. So, so I I'm Aaron. I'm Liz, and I need you to start buttoning my pants. <laughs> it could be about the more the more I stress on on losing weight and thinking about it, the more I gain because the more it stresses me out and the more like overwhelmed I feel, and then the more I eat. So that's not been helping at all. But I don't think even you trying to button some of my pants would work for me. <laughs> so you're saying that. Like women's pants were designed for somebody else to button them. It makes me think that, oh, well, women's clothes were designed for them to be pampered. Oh, well, they can't button their own pants. We we must do that for them because they, Actually, they must be a princess and have people to dress them and everything. Kind of. But it was <coughs> more on the fact that like back in the... Victorian age and stuff like that. Um, there were so many things like cord- corsets and bodice and all of those things that women couldn't put their clothes on by themselves. Well, I was just thinking when you said the 1600s, like in you know those movies where somebody is like putting their foot in somebody's back to fasten the corset because it's like way too tight, and then all of the issues that were actually caused by women wearing those super tight corsets and like actually changing their the shape. way their body was shaped because yeah. wearing those all the time. But yeah, so the the upper class, um, like even the upper class men were expected to pretty much like dress themselves. Um, but it was interesting. I found something on that too, like theories. I was reading the Smithsonian magazine because um, I did a search for why... <laughs> why do men and women's clothing button opposite or whatever um and one of the theories on why men's clothing buttons the way it does from left to right is because um back when there was like you know wars were with shields and swords not pokemon um <laughs> well, see before you sword, be- oh go ahead i was gonna say like before you say like what it is my guess would have been that it was because I, you know, if you were left-handed, like there was something wrong with you, then it makes more sense for a right-handed person to have the button in their right hand and then loop it into the hole on the left side. So that would have been my guess. And then if a man was dressing or somebody else was dressing a woman and buttoning them, then facing the woman, then the button would be on the right side as well. I, I would have guessed that. So for men, and that that's a good possibility too. They don't know for sure. This is just like their best guess is um, back when they were like in battle wars, uh, their shields were on the left and their swords were on the right. So they would guard and to keep from being like hit by arrows, all that stuff, like their clothing went 
overlapped left to right as well, like their big coats right. and things like that. And then um, because their sword was in their right hand, it normally wasn't as free, whereas where they were holding their shield, they could use that left hand to button or unbutton as needed. So, and then it just continued to to stay that way. But I think it definitely has something to do with like right-handed being dominant. See, now I'm picturing these men running into battle, <laughs> holding their sword on. in their right hand, their shield in their left hand, half naked because they're still getting dressed <laughs> and their clothes were built in a way that that should be easier to do. Well, you know. As, speaking of... I don't know, making things easier to do. I don't know, that just reminded me. You know why uh, sailors' pants are designed like with those wide legs in them? Like oh. they're, uh, I guess, uniform pants like, so- for when they're on. But- I don't know what it's called. Like, but you know, like when you see uh, sailors depicted in movies, like that mm-hmm. white outfit they wear uh-huh. and stuff, that's so that if they did have to jump in the water or they were overboard, they could easily remove their pants over their shoes. Oh, that makes sense. That way they didn't have to try to take their shoes off to get their pants off to keep from being like all waterlogged. And it would help them to swim better by getting the pants off. And back in the day, if you were swimming, you had to do it naked. I don't know if we discussed that on here or not. I think we did at some point. You and I discussed, I don't know. I think like we, original we, swimming we talked pools. about, well, no, maybe that was a different podcast I was listening to. I know, uh, Oh, that history podcast with uh, the Garrett. Dollop. Yeah, the dollop. I know they did one on Dave swimming Anthony pools and Garrett Reynolds. And... Yeah, so it might have been that. But yeah, that was interesting because, like, that was you weren't supposed to wear clothing at all in the pool, and well, so and maybe that was a big like, part of. Naked. Well, that was a big part of like girls and boys being separated for PE and stuff, like you know, swimming. Like, well, the boys were swimming naked. You know, like that was a perfectly normal thing back then. Yep. Which is just seems very weird. Which I believe had a play in the song YMCA. But <laughs> But we're talking about clothes, not the lack of them. <laughs> so yeah, so women's clothes were designed so that the person opposite them, which was I don't know. <laughs> I'm not putting left-handed people like on the spot, but, m- but the majority are like statistically or whatever, more people are right-handed than left-handed. So it was assumed that they would do things right-handed. So their servants could all dress them. And then there was also something I saw though, that Neapol, like Neapolitan, Neap- what is his name? Napoleon. <laughs> He's ice cream now. Um, Napoleon, but not even pronounced correctly. <laughs> Neapolitan. He's <laughs> Neapolitan, but you know, whatever. Anyway, there's also rumors that I'm going to do it again. Napoleon. Thank you. Uh, did it as a way to because he didn't like women, so it was a way to kind of punish and be like, "Ha ha, you can't dress yourselves like easily." I don't know that. Doesn't seem like as good of a 
theory is. Others. But, you know, so many things have happened because... Doesn't mean it's wrong. It just doesn't <laughs> seem like a great theory. It's like, you know, that'd be a little bit of a stretch, I think. Yeah, I don't know. But then as clothing and stuff became mass produced, it just stuck that way. Which is dumb because like we were talking the other night, which got this whole conversation started talking about like clothing sizes or whatever. Oh, go ahead. Oh, just before we get into the sizes and stuff, like I know they've done like investigative reports and stuff that, you know, just going to a dry cleaners, like if you take a woman's shirt in there versus a man's shirt, it's going to be like you end up getting charged different most of the time. And the only real difference is what side the buttons are on. It's kind of dumb. Well, it's more work that way because the machine can't just run through normal because the buttons will get in the way. I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. I don't know how dry cleaning works, but I'm pretty sure it's like hung on a rack and it goes through this chemical cleaning process. The buttons aren't making a difference. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, the sizes are just weird. Like we were talking about, like, why are men's clothes sized? Like, you know, when I go buy jeans, you know, there's a waist size and an inseam. And those are like in inches for us in America, where everywhere else I'm sure it'd be centimeters. But Americans apparently. Maybe it's meters. Maybe everybody else is just really tall. <laughs> Apparently in America, people don't want to change and just use the metric system like the rest of the freaking world. No, because we have to be special. <laughs> but either way, yeah. And women's clothes are not designed like that at all. Well, They're like, designed by numbers. And those numbers, I was <laughs> they don't always match. A 14 in one brand is definitely not the same as a 14 in a different brand. So, Man, I mean, like I asked you, I was like, do women's pants typically have you know an inseam measurement when you're choosing them nope we're all just stuck with one size yeah it's ridiculous it's like you know, somebody that's five foot could buy a pair of pants uh, you know they fit right down to their ankles and then somebody that's six foot has you know some shorts that go a little past the knee yeah and that's yeah. where we got capris no <laughs> probably Maybe. it makes sense so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, was, I couldn't find any good answers. Did you find any good answers? Like, did you look up why women don't have an inseam? No, I didn't find anything on that. I was looking oh. up, like, you know, why are you know, women's clothes sized differently? And I mean, there's a lot of theories. I don't know if any of the things I found were, like, you know, this is, you know, definitively why this happened. But, I mean, like, you... There's uh, the Today Show on their website. I guess they had done a story about women's clothing sizes at some point. And, you know, they found that, you know, depending on a number of different, like their target demographic is going to play a role in how they size their stuff, the vanity sizing. So, you know, Oh, well, we're going to you know, put 20 as the size on this, but we're actually going to make it a few inches bigger than what, you know, the standard 20 should be, you know, that way. It's like, no, I'm wearing a 20 and it's like a vanity thing. Feel good about yourself or say, you know, I'm a size, whatever. Uh, 
I know, like that one song is like you ain't no size two or whatever. I'm like, does that even mean anything really? I mean, if that can vary for up to five inches for these sizes, and especially like the you know small, medium, large, extra large, like those sizes are what I found like shows it's very different depending on the target demographic. Cause you know, like a teenager, you know, getting something for them, them that's, you know, sized medium, that's going to probably be a much different size than something that's targeted at like 60 and up. Well, that makes sense. Cause like when you go to like the clothing store, you have like the boys section and the men's section, right? Like that's it. When you go for like females clothing, or uh, you have the kids section, the junior, the misses, <laughs> the women's, and then the plus. Like we've got a whole yeah, I, a group of seems like it would just make sense if they would just do you know the waist. You're like wasting inseam, like on pants, and kind of standardize the way they size things. Because just because somebody's 60 years old, that doesn't mean that they couldn't wear something that a teenager would wear. Your mom's proof of that. I mean, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but every time your mom buys a girl's clothes, she gets herself <laughs> matching ones. Well, and that, that kind of goes into the whole just because you can doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you should. <laughs> But I mean, I mean, as long as you feel good in what you're wearing, I mean, that's what matters. And that's why the sizing is ridiculous. It's well, not like you hit a certain age. I mean, I know like there's all those videos and memes and stuff out there like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be a dad. I must go get New Balance and get a certain type of jeans and all of these things. Uh, it's like you know, that's not really the way that works. I wear Skechers. <laughs> I don't wear New Balance. I've got six kids. I don't wear New Balance. I feel like I am proof that that is theory, not how it works. I ha- I feel like if that's the theory, then then I definitely should not have had children with any of my husbands. Not that I have all of them at one time. I had them at different times in history, but. Uh, because none of them changed their clothing to show that they were now a dad. I mean, you might have. I don't know. You were a dad before I met you, but. No, I mean, it's just like there's that stereotypical thing. Like people think you know, the same way just about clothing in general. It's like, oh, well, you know, you're at this point in your life. Like this is how you would stereotypically dress. Yeah. And it gets into those stereotypes and like the clothing industry is kind of hung up on a lot of that. It would really just be nice though if we did have their waist and then seem like across all clothing because it would make it way more neutral and, and available to like every I mean the clothing is available to everybody, but you shouldn't have to know like your size in this one versus your size in that one. Same thing with shoes. Why can shoes just not be universal? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like, well, 
why should you them? have to do some kind of conversion? Maybe I want to wear the pretty Cinderella-looking slippers or something. I mean, I don't, but I mean, I shouldn't have to figure out, oh, okay, well, I wear a men's size, but now I have to convert that to the women's sizing and figure out what that means so that I can get the correct size for what I would need. Well, and it's true, because like with joggers or things like that, I like wearing men's, like, basketball shorts things like that and those are those are still sized by like waist women's you go get a pair of like basketball shorts in women's sizing and they're still like 12 14 16 18 20 or even if it's the you know small medium large scale it's going to be different like on the women's clothing than the men's yeah but the men's are like always like what 32 34 36 38 40 42 like yeah there's like a comparison on there's the, a waist yeah. measurement in there just like with your underwear so and then you buy underwear for women and it says get this size if your clothing size is this well that's great in which brand of clothing am i matching these underwear to right yeah there's definitely i mean there's too much emphasis put on the vanity of it and i'm I wouldn't doubt for a minute that a lot of that came about due to like advertising and things. It became more standardized to do it that way. You know, just in general, because I mean, forever women were just you know, these objects, they were property. And it's like, oh, or, you know, do you need to be a size three for your man? I mean, like stupid crap like that. I mean, it was a thing. And I'm sure that's where some of that came down to like if they could you'd be like oh well i'm you know this lower number then you know i'm better and i mean that's still something in advertisement where it's like you know oh sex sells and you know here's the ideal body image and it's like that's dumb (laughs) but i mean a lot of that comes into play like people don't want to say what size they are like because it's i mean you know, they feel like they're outing themselves or something. And it's like, that's not that big of a deal. I mean, I don't give a crap what size you are. But I mean, it's something that's that good. a lot I'm of... That's whale. <laughs> I mean, it's just something that a lot of people are very self-conscious about. Uh, it, I mean, a big part of that is because of the media and that ideal body image that gets put out there. Yeah. So I'm sure that plays a pretty big role in why they did the sizing that way. I was thinking about that, though, because we keep talking about, like, pants or whatever. But men's shirts are sized small, medium, large, and extra large. Yeah. Are they the same? Like, you get clothing from, like, the men's section or whatever. Oh, it depends on the brand. Okay, so you guys do have some of it. Yeah. But what I did see with some of that, I mean, there's a lot more that goes into, I don't know, that thought process with women's clothing because of having different bust sizes. So it's like, well, just because they have, you know, a small waist doesn't mean they're going to have a small bust, but, and and then there's just not clothes that fit quite right. I have to say that is the one thing that annoys me um, about women's clothing. (laughs) Because that assumption that you just said, and you said it just the way you did, just because they have a small waist doesn't mean they have a small bust. Right. They could have a larger bust. And they make clothing 
in a way with that, that in mind. But where is the clothing for the individuals like myself who are who do have a bigger waist, but do not have well, that's what I mean. breasts and- to go with it? Like it doesn't match. They do not like. I guess the assumption is the more you weigh or the bigger you are, um, your breasts will increase with that. And that is not the case for everybody. I guess. Uh, but that's the way clothing is made. Right. I mean, and I think I know the easiest way to think about that example would be a bikini set or a, a bra and underwear set. It's like, oh, well, you know, here's an large or an extra large or whatever size is like, well, the bottom's not going to match the top and like you get, and I think that's why they, I would think have moved to more doing it separately yeah, rather than selling them as sets because they realize, Oh, well people are, you know, needing, you know, one size top and a different size bottom. So it's not as easy to just do a set because it doesn't match. People are different. Dresses are the worst. Oh, I'm sure. Because I mean, that's all one piece. Yeah. And they are definitely the worst, at, at least for me, because I'll find a dress that looks cute and fits like everywhere. And then I'm like, well, I guess I can go blow up some water balloons or something so that <laughs> I can fill in the top part of this dress. Because well, the rest I mean, looks cute. Like a lot of formal dresses. I mean, if you want it to look good, I mean, a lot of times, you know, girls will have to go get it hemmed or, or fitted and stuff to. You know, get it adjusted, taken in here and let out there or whatever to yeah. you know, make it actually fit the way that it should fit. Because there's not, you know, a good standard size because everybody's different. Well, and then you buy like these mass produced clothing and stuff that are not really made to be altered. Yeah. Which then I mean you're not gonna rear. buy a package of t shirts or whatever and go get them fitted. So, I don't know. Clothing is just a pain in the rear. Right? I would assume thongs are very much so. Right? (laughs) If you say that, though, it is so funny. It takes me back to being a kid. When I was growing up, a thong meant flip-flops. Right? Me too. That's what they were. They were thongs. I don't know when it changed. I feel like the reason underwear are called that, because the the backside is very much like the... (laughs) The little the way the flip flops would go. go in between your toes. Uh huh. So I feel like that's why underwear started getting. Cl- I don't know, but yeah. Probably. I mean, it's kind of the same design there. It is. I mean, so. if you hold up a flip flop and where you're looking at the top of it with the toes pointed down, I mean, like it'd be like the back part, and then the front part covers a little more, but the back part just goes right up. Yep. So every time I hear that, I just think. Why are you wearing flip flops? <laughs> I don't know. Man, it's just weird to me. I feel like they should definitely just kind of standardize those sizes just across all clothes. So that like if you decided, hey, I like those men's jeans, you could go find them in the size that would fit right. Exactly. It would just, just because be- you know your size. Yep. I feel the same way with shoes, though, too, because with shoes and little kids' clothes. Sorry, just made me think about them. Like, they've designed kids' clothes to be, like, 
the same following as women's clothes because they come in like zero to six months, six months to 12 months. And then like 12 months, 18 months, and then 2T, 3T. So it's like like because you're supposed to be a standard size. Every three year old toddler is going to be the same size. Yeah. But, and kids' clothes do that same thing. And then you get to this point where you're like, pick which kind you want to wear. And I mean, there's plenty of babies that get born that never fit into, you know, the newborn sizes. It's like they come out and they're wearing, you know, 12 months or whatever. I mean, just because they were a large baby. Yeah. But shoes, kids' shoes, like they're universal, regardless of of gender or sex assigned at birth or any of that stuff. They're They're neutral. They're... They yeah. go to the same sizes, and then all of a sudden, it stops. Right? You get into adult sizes, and things get weird. And they don't match. And I'm like, why do I have to remember that if I wear a six in women's, it's like, I don't even remember. I don't know if it's two sizes or three sizes smaller. So, actually, I don't wear a size in men's. I would wear boys. <laughs> like, yeah. But so. going back to, like, the kids' sizes... Why is there never a one T? Why does it stay in the months until 24 months? And then it's like, oh, two T. Because then they're a toddler. Before that, they're a baby. But you don't why have a toddler is it months? That's one. Just like you know, people t- talking about the age of their baby. It's like, oh, they're 18 months old. Why don't you just say a year and a half? It's the same thing. It makes more sense. I don't say that I'm, you know, however many months old. <laughs> because that'd be too many to count. <laughs> Are you getting ready to calculate? <laughs> yes. With a birthday coming up on Monday, that's yeah. pretty easy to calculate. So That's true. 12 months times 39, 468 months. I'm 468 months old on Monday. Okay. I'm going to start telling people that. I'm just going to calculate my age in months, and then they'll look at me like, you want me to get out a calculator? Like, no, I told you how old I am. 468. <laughs> age, please. 468. Hey, at least they- I feel like I need to do that just because it would be amusing to get How get come it looks. changes so quickly, right? Thinking about that, like babies, <clears throat> their ages change their conversions change so quickly because they're like, oh, they're five days old. They're a week old. They're six weeks old. They're two months old. Like, how could... Well, yeah. I mean, like, at first... I want to say they're 0.75 weeks. (laughs) But, I mean, it... Like, early on, it makes sense. It's like, well, they don't have a month or a year yet. So, of course, they're, you know, a few weeks or... Whatever. But you don't say a month and a half. You go, they're three weeks, they're a month, they're five weeks, <laughs> they're six weeks. Okay, I they're two months, I, they're two and a half months. I they don't I would go to say things ten like weeks. A month and a half. But most people don't. It's like three weeks, one month. Yep. They Little normally over go a three month. weeks to a month to five weeks to six weeks. See, that's not the way I would do it, though, or have done it. I would, I don't know. It's been a while since our kids were that young. But, I mean, it'd be you know, one week, 
two weeks, three weeks, one month, a little over a month, a month and a half, almost two months, two months. I'm like, I, I don't need to like figure that out that much. It's just, I don't have a need to do that. And I've never really understood needing those exact weeks. I mean, I could understand, I guess, why a doctor or pediatrician might need to know some of that because I mean, there's a lot that happens in a child's life in the you know first few years. But for everybody else, it's like it, it doesn't matter. You tell me 36 months, that's a year and a half. Our youngest is 211 months old, just so you know. I'm going to start. I, I, I want to point out, I did correct myself. 36 months is two and a half. Or no, three. <laughs> it's three. Math this is, is why hard. We don't do <laughs> I, that's my, why we don't stick in months when they get older. My head was stuck back in the 18 months thing. Ah. Uh, that's a year and a half. There you have it. So. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. Just doesn't make sense. I don't really see a purpose for that. I don't either. You know what else I don't see a purpose for? What? This game that we play every time. But it's fun because you... We learn stuff. Yeah. And have no context as to why. Because the cards still don't uh, don't tell us anything. But are you ready for a I Wish I Didn't Know Family Edition? I believe so. All right. What? Oh, we've got a whole stack here. Yeah, I just grabbed a handful out. I thought you were reading this time. I read last time, didn't I? Or did we? We compete? did it each. Oh. What the heck? I'll read and let's see how many you can get right. Oh. I don't know. I can never remember One, how we two, do whatever three, we do. Four, five. I'm going to ask you five questions. We'll see how many you get right. We know my, I'm going to place bets and I'm going to guess without even looking at the cards, you're going to get four out of five right. How many do you think you'll get right? I don't know. We're doing five? Yep. So, ten. Okay. I think I'll Perfect. get ten right. All ten right. out of five. All right. I love it. So, the first one is, the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency, CIA, once had a special program to, A, get people addicted to heroin. Maybe. Train hawks as assassins. B, design robot mm. mice to track criminals. C, Build a submarine that looked like a whale, or D, train a team of spy cats. Hmm. What was the second one? Because I don't think that was... Design robot mice to track yeah. criminals. I hope not, because that seems <laughs> a bit far-fetched. I don't think it was the hawk as an assassin, but I'm pretty sure they had attempted like a birds with cameras thing as surveillance. That makes sense. Or at least that's a conspiracy. That's how, I don't know. Back before I, drones. There's those people that are like, birds don't exist because they're all government spies or something. So maybe that's where I'm coming up with that. Uh, I think the submarine looking like a whale would be kind of cool. I don't really think that's a CIA thing, though. I don't know. So what, what were the options again? Train hawks as assassins. Design robot mice to track criminals, build a submarine that looked like a whale, train a team of spy cats. Hmm. I don't know, because I mean, looking at 
a submarine. I could see how somebody could think that that was similarly shaped to a whale anyway. I mean, depending on what kind of whale. Mm-hmm. Because it's not being very specific. I wouldn't think like a you know blue whale, which is like the largest mammal in the world. Are whales the one that have the that, dorsal fin, like a dolphin type thing? It depends. Okay. I don't know if it was them or sharks. I know nothing about marine animals. The blue whale doesn't. I don't think the humpback whale does. The orca, humpback, the killer whale, has one. But it's actually a porpoise, so it's more closely related to a dolphin. Again, you know so much. Great white sharks have the dorsal fins. <laughs> I think. I don't know. You say all this. I'm just like, wow, right. okay. I'm going with the cats. And you would be correct. The CIA once had a special program to train a team of spy cats. Makes sense. I mean, well, cats can climb up all kinds of surfaces. So I know. I, uh, Our blinds. To the kitchen sink, the kitchen counter, the back of our bed. So, I mean, if they were able to train, I mean, that could be a useful thing, I'm sure. You know, put a little camera on them and send them into somewhere. That's where they got the uh, movie Dog versus Cats. Probably. So, I'm a one out of five. Yep. All right. Next one. If you see an assassin bug called... Canthaspis, a canthaspis. If you see an assassin bug called a canthaspis petax coming, you might want to run. It wears a suit of armor made from A. Bee stingers, B. Dried snake venom, C. Dead ant bodies, or D. Beetle shells. All right, um, this is an assassin bug? Yep. Like, is it, like, that's the name of it? The assassin bug? If you see an assassin bug called, so yeah, it's a type of bug. Assassin is a type never, of bug. I've, I've never heard of an assassin bug. Called. I mean, we were just talking about the CIA, so I don't know what the CIA would put on bugs to turn them into assassins. <laughs> Apparently it wasn't hawks. It was bugs. Those were the assassins. Uh, So what are the options again? Bee stingers, dried snake venom, dead ant bodies, or beetle shells. I'm trying to figure out how these bugs would get the dried snake venom. I don't think that's it. I mean... I don't, it's a suit of armor. Yeah. I mean, you could have a venomous suit. Of, like, that's your armor. If something tries to eat you, it's going to die. Well, I was just reminding you that it so was a suit of armor. I'm just trying to think. I feel like it's either the ants or the beetle shells. Okay. I will. I'm going to say beetle shells. Well, let me say this name a little different, maybe. I don't know. A. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. It's A C A N T H A S P I S. So can you cover the answer? Ac ant has piss. 
a can that's piss. <laughs> oh, just cover the answer. Let me see it. Acanthaspis? Sure. You said that so neatly. I don't know. Okay. So you're going with beetle shells? Yeah, I feel like you were trying to get me to say ants by the way you were rereading that, but I, I said beetle shells. So. Okay. Well, you should have gone with ants. Yeah. It was C. So an assassin bug called Ack Ant has piss. <laughs> P-tax. There's a tax on peeing with this thing. Are you, are I'm going to look up a pronunciation. You here. should, just so that people can hear it and know, because I really... So what I'm going to learn is how to pronounce a word. That's what I'm learning from these cards today. Let's see. No, I don't want images. And I don't want to know how to pronounce acanthosis. So, great. Maybe it's acanthaspis. Uh, this is not helpful here. This wants to give me images. Oh, uh, how to pronounce acanthaspis. Let's see. I don't know if this is going to come through or not, but we're going to try it. Acanthaspis. Well, you were right. Acanthaspis. <laughs> That was very robotic and weird. I don't know why it had to be all robotic and weird, but it did, apparently. That's what the suit of armor does to it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's really the only thing I see about how to say it. So. All right. It was on how to pronounce. So, Akinthaspis. All right. <clears throat> well, here we go. So you've got one correct, one incorrect. So you're not getting the 10 out of 5. Sorry. Research shows that men who are very hairy, A, have higher IQs. B, get mistaken for Bigfoot more often than others. <laughs> no. B, have a poor sense of smell. C, are worse drivers. D, are more likely to be spies. Hmm. So what? Research shows that men who are very hairy A, have higher IQs B, have a poor sense of smell C, are worse drivers D, are more likely to be spies I feel like I'm gonna go with I mean, there's I mean, it's hard to say how they came up with this. It could be one of the, it's a correlation, but not a causation things. Like it just happens to work out this way. You know, the maybe hairy men happen to have higher IQs. I don't see how that would you know, really be a causation thing, but I'm going to go with the, the bad sense of smell just because I mean, maybe they're more nose blind to things because all of the extra hair, they're used to a little bit extra smell because like, that's part of like why we have armpit hair. So that we can smell. Yes. It's like a pheromone thing. Like, Oh, so other people can smell you. Yeah. <laughs> but 
I mean, other people are more likely to smell an odor on you than you are. So if you have more body hair, you would probably be carrying more odors and you would be more nose blind to that because it's something that you live with all of the time. So I'm going to say the sense of smell. I love your theories. I want to go with their worst drivers because their hair gets in the way. <laughs> now, now, if it said that women, like really hairy oh, women. Oh, you're so rude. <laughs> All right, sir. So regardless of how I got there. You don't have much body hair. So I guess that's why you have a higher IQ. <laughs> I don't know. Or so at least a memory IQ for thing? knowledge. No, it was not. It was have a poor sense of smell. Oh. So you are correct. Hey, I mean, regardless of how I got there, I got to the right answer. And at least I'm, you know, going through my reasoning. Okay. I'm never nice to doing me. this card um, for our children because I feel uh, like the moment they hear the question, they will want to experiment on their own, which I love. I love like when you have a question to, to do stuff like, Try it out. See what conclusions you come to and all of that. I really thought this was a confession thing. You were like, I'm never <laughs> going to be nice to me. Yeah. Let me live to see 40. I mean, Maybe for real. I would hit you in the head. I might lock you in a freezer. That's it. Uh, okay. So if you put grapes in the microwave, <laughs> they will... What do you predict they will? Uh, And then I'll give you the options. If you put grapes in the microwave. And I'm assuming you turn it on. Well, I would assume so. It doesn't say that, though. So they could just sit there and mold. Well, it depends on how good the grapes are. I feel like if, you know, they're the good crunchy grapes that have like a good uh, skin on them and stuff, they could potentially explode. But I'm also wondering if. You know, like some of that liquid would start to seep out and they would become more raisin-like. I don't know, but now all I can think of is, I so can I, you make pop grapes instead of popcorn? I don't know, but I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> it's either nuts. going to be explode or shrivel. Okay, well, your options are A, explode, yeah. B, turn into raisins, well, crap. <laughs> C, catch on fire, or D, develop a crispy shell. So I don't think they would develop a crispy shell. I mean, there's a lot of moisture and juice inside of a grape. So I feel like one way or another, it, it's going to escape. So I think it would either be explode or triple. What was the third one? Catch on fire. Yeah, I think there's too much liquid in see this question doesn't give enough like if you put grapes in a microwave for three minutes on 50 percent power like there should be more to this right because now i want whatever the answer is going to be i want to go experiment this and try it this is why i didn't want to give it to the kids because and now i'm like i want to do it i mean i'm i'm trying to think through this like i know some things can kind of dry out when you cook them. And that's why like adding some water or something is a good thing when you're cooking them. But there are also those things that kind of explode you know, when they're heated because of the expansion. I'm going to go with explode. All right. 
It is C. They will catch on fire. Really? That is what this says. So when we are done, I feel like we should make a TikTok <laughs> of Mike I, waving the grapes and see what happens. I mean, at least because of the display, I guess we're due for a new microwave soon. But. Yeah, it's getting bad, and the inside's getting kind of torn up anyways. Like, I was cleaning it out the other day, and part of the coating's coming off on the inside, so. I feel like we can just remember to try that when we're ready to purchase a new microwave. We'll have to see what happens. All right. Maybe plug it in outside just to be safe. (laughs) I didn't make it through my childhood by plugging things in outside. I plugged them right into the sockets in the house to start those fires, sir. All right, last question. Jackie Bibby outdid himself when he got into a bathtub with 195 of these. Hmm. With 195 of these. Oh, I know I'm this is off leeches topic. or frogs. That's that's my guess off the top of my head. Okay. I don't think it's going to be leeches though. I just have to say this is one thing that drives me nuts and implies a decimal when talking about numbers. This is 195. Why do people say 195? Like the and in numbers implies the decimal point because it's normally like, I guess that's probably with money. One dollar and 25 cents. Yeah. And I guess it's not wrong because it is 100 of them and 95 of them, but it just... I don't know. Yeah, if I need to put a decimal point, then I mean, if I'm not talking about money, then I just say point whatever, you know, 3.5. See, I would say three and a half. Well, but either way, and I see you're, you're putting that and in there. Yeah. And point. a half. Yeah. Point and. Yeah. But you're, you're doing a half, not a point. You're not saying three and five. That would be eight. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... I mean, like I completely get it because it makes sense. Like, And implies addition, I think, like in my head when I hear it like that, because three and a half, three plus a half is three and a half. It's like those dang... Three dollars and 25 cents is three dollars and 25 cents. Three twenty-five, three point two five. You've added it. I mean, I think that's kind of... Where that is, and means addition. Oh, there you go. I don't know. Okay, so back to this question. Last question, by the way. Jackie Bibby outdid himself when he got into a bathtub with 195 of these. A, rubber duckies. B, Hmm. lobsters. C, sticks of dynamite. Or D, rattlesnakes. And now all I can think is, rubber ducky, you're the one. I really feel you're like. the one that makes bath time so much fun. I don't know who Jackie Bibby is. I don't either. But I feel like it probably wasn't rattlesnakes. It I don't would know. Have, he might have been part of that church that. It would have to be the, a pretty large bathtub, I think, to hold 195 lobsters. Maybe they were baby months. They were still in the crawfish stage. <laughs> what was the third one? Sticks of dynamite. Yeah, that's just... I feel like it's dumb enough that that very well could be the answer, but I'm going to go with the rubber duckies because I know like there's actually a Guinness book of... Like a Guinness record for 
the most rubber duckies in a tub or something. Are these rubber duckies regular size rubber duckies or are they like the little keychain rubber duckies? I don't know. I don't know either. Well, the answer is rattlesnakes. <laughs> Hopefully with the venom removed. He's probably part of one of those churches. I don't know. That does the whole snake charming thing. Maybe I don't know. I've I've seen some videos people have been posting lately about uh I don't know what the church is, but Kenneth Copeland Ministries and some of the stuff that he's been doing. I'm like that's not how that works. I don't know. And I I don't know. There's some of those things that I'm like that that seems very cult like. It's like that's you know, you took religion and you did something else with it altogether, man. Like that's just no. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen this stuff, so it's probably good. I'm I'm the last one to know anything that's going on in the news or any of that though. Like I don't know. Somebody posted I don't watch a video. Commercials. I don't go on Facebook. <laughs> where he was talking about the strength of his hair and telling you, know, put your hand on your head. Uh, you tell your hair with authority to grow. I'm like, that's not how that works, man. What is Samson? And I'm just, yeah. I mean, and Samson, the one in the Bible that had. Yeah, the hair, the hair. And that was where he got his strength and everything. But I'm like, well, I like, though, that he's saying to grow it because I remember one church that we went to and they were extremely rude. Some of the members were extremely rude and hateful towards our son who has long hair. And they had the audacity to tell him that he looked like a girl, which who cares? Um, and that he wouldn't go to heaven because he had long hair. Right. Um. Like I remember going there and those individuals, there's certain things you just never forget. Like, I mean, I'm sure Jesus had his hair trimmed on a two, uh, had a nice little fade going on or something. All the time. Man. Year round. That's why he didn't need to go get his hair cut. Surely one of the apostles or one of the people who followed him around was a barber carrying around the clippers to keep Jesus all nice and trimmed up. Yep. You know, that blue eyed white man, (laughs) Jesus, because everybody knows Jesus had to be a white man. Ain't no way he could have been Middle Eastern. He couldn't have been Jewish. <laughs> what do you mean Jesus was Jewish? And it's like, well, he certainly didn't walk around like, I am God, worship me. I've never seen a story that says that. I don't care what you believe. I've never seen that story. But all of these artist depictions never... are this, you know, blue-eyed white man. Yeah, and... It's like, that doesn't even make sense. Nope. Like, why would somebody born, you know, in the Middle East be a white man? But nobody wants to, you know, think about that. They want, you know, their own culture's visioning of the perfect person because Jesus was, you know, the perfect person. So to people are going to quit listening to me, but you just made me think of Adolf Hitler. Well, I, a similar thing. I mean, maybe he was trying to create this perfect race. (laughs) So I, I'm sure if Adolf Hitler believed in Jesus, he pictured him as you know a blonde-haired, blue-eyed man. Yeah, because I mean, like that was the Aryan race that he was going for, which I never really understood since Hitler wasn't blonde-haired and blue-eyed. But anyway, but yeah, like different cultures. I mean, they have their own. They would worship him because he was different. But but I mean, 
having, you know, this ideal that, oh, well, uh, you know, you know, this white man, you know, that's how we're going to depict Jesus because there's so many people that are racist that are like, God forbid that, you know, this savior was Middle Eastern and Jewish for that matter. No. And this is going to turn into a, uh, I don't know how we got here religious from clothes, bashing. but. Well, no, I'm not. But no, I'm not saying it's more the people that don't want to listen to the truth and think about, oh, you know, it's a racist. uh, You're right. You know, Jesus was born over there. So, of course, he wouldn't be a white man. That wouldn't make any sense. And it would be very unlikely for him to have had blue eyes just because of like where he was born and everything. Like, that's not it. I mean, he was, I guess, I don't know what is it, like olive skinned or yeah. something. I mean, it would be more likely or, you know, yeah, like a light tan color or something would be much more likely for the part of the world that he was in. Jesus wasn't born in Texas. And if you think he did, you need to go talk to a pastor that tells you otherwise. Don't <laughs> talk to one that agrees with that because that is incorrect. Anyway, nobody knew of America at the time, so there's no way Jesus was born in Texas or Missouri or anywhere they in the United States. They did have States. it right back then, though, because I'm pretty sure they didn't have buttons at all. I'm pretty sure their clothes just like flipped over their heads and tied. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean basic like what we would think of as a loose fitting dress or a toga. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know like what those things were called. Togas, but I mean. <laughs> Isn't like a lot of you know <laughs> Middle Eastern people still wear stuff like that because it's feasible. It makes sense, you know, in the desert and everything because it's layered. It's it keeps you covered. It keeps you cool. Man, yeah. But I'm going to quit talking about something I don't know anything about because I've not studied that culture at all. Um, yeah, I, I so have, I have no nothing. Idea. I'm just I don't know. Somehow we got onto <laughs> pointing out the fact that you know Jesus is not white. Like he he wasn't white, so you failed today's quiz because you got two out of five, and two times five is ten. ten. <laughs> Called it. That's the way math works. Thanks for eavesdropping. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about or give us feedback, you can go to topicplease.com to find our social media links, contact form, how to subscribe on your preferred podcast player. You can also find links to our past episodes. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share us with other eavesdroppers you know. According to Abbott and Costello, didn't... Like seven times 13 become 28 or something. So it makes sense.